Riley, today is St. Patrick's Day. As we record, the uh, the Irish pride is is um is roaring through my veins. Before we get too into that, hmm. I want to address some um underhanded. Well, I, you referred to them as underhanded. I would call them overhanded and generous. Uh, well, Dennis, I'm just going to use your words here to describe it. You, as you described it as underhanded, I think we can stick with that. So that's both of us thinking they're underhanded. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Well, in the you in the you in the Patreon exclusive part of the show which is about to become very relevant, <laughs> referred to it as underhanded. Um, we made a, a bet last week, right? We did. About the funds that come from the ads on the podcast versus the funds that come from our exalted patrons. Mm. And I went on Twitter and I said, anybody who subscribes to Patreon, excuse me, to the Patreon during the course of this bet, which is the next three months or so, I will gladly donate that money directly to the Smith family. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Smith I've family. I've not heard of the Smith family. You, you haven't heard something, of them? No. Something about an Australian charity that deals with... They're like, an Australian charity that offer like equal opportunities for learning for children and things like that. Right, right? yeah. So, so just something I don't care about at all. Something never, you probably so, wouldn't know anything about. Never had anything to do with the Smith family. Certainly not the beneficiaries of, of, of you know, five figures worth of donations from my communities in the past. I, no, of course not. No. I did, not. when I was picking a charity, I was like, yeah. oh, should I pick like Doctors Without Borders? Yeah. Should I do, you know, something? And then I was like, Oh, no, it has to be the Smith family. <laughs> the Smith family has done very well for me and you in the past. I mean, it was you. That's who, true. You, know, you, you were the one Evil, who prompted yeah. me for, uh, to, to do a bunch of charity stuff in the past. Anyway, um, so you're going to give all the Patreon money that you get for the next three months to the Smith family. That is correct. Patreon.com says have a listen to this. Now, Dennis, you may think that you have performed an outstanding move here and put yourself in an unassailable position. But let me point this out to you. The whole idea of the bet and the contest was to see who would walk away with more money after the split, right? After the bet was who would make more money. So, well, a third a third contender has entered the ring, Riley, and it's the Smith family. But I, but the, if the bet is just between you and I, I've already won because there's because no I'm, way. I'm like sacri- you're giving, yeah. yeah, you're giving away all the. Even Dennis, even if you, we get. Hundreds, thousands of Patreons, right? Even if they all sign up at patreon.com slash history and sign up today, right? And 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 just spew money into this show, all that money's going to the Smith family. You're waking you're walking away with nothing. Good day, sir. I will donate it in the name of Riley Knight Adelaide Local, though. That is that's that is something that's I'm fine. keeping. That's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, I like I yeah, you've the Adelaide like, joke, I think you petered out a little bit. You were you were you were mildly miffed about it, and then people really quintupled down. On oh, it. for one stream, yeah. Anyway, this is ancient history. This is really ancient Riley law. Anyway, um, Dennis, it's a very kind-hearted thing you're doing, but the proof is in the pudding. We will see exactly what what sort of. Well, we'll I'll believe yeah. it when I see the color of your money. Um, in the Patreon. meantime, slash have a listen to this. We had a bumper Patreon exclusive portion this week. Actually, it was we very debated. Long. It was we very debated long. the the sort of um, the moral implications of charity. Yeah, we did. It was very highbrow. It was very, very highbrow. <laughs> Wasn't me reading Mr. Beast video titles trying to be like, I don't know if he's that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's not worth it. If you want some actual proper behind-the-scenes content, uncut stuff, half-ass history, patreon.com. It's a different podcast. If people wanted to listen to that podcast, they'd be off listening to it. And, and you know you what, Dennis? Feel, you Based on the numbers, like get- they probably are. That's probably true, actually. And there's mm-hmm. no way to check the overlap. I'm sure it's very high, though. I wonder. I do wonder, actually. Yeah. I know that there are probably a lot of... There's a lot of have a listen to this. The the, the Venn diagram has have a listen to this probably well within the half-house history circle. But I oh, get yeah. emails from people being like, oh, hey, I didn't know you were that magic guy. 
Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Half Hour Sister is completely our well, grand magic. Here's what we'll do. I'll make a post on Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. And if you join, you can comment and let us know if you also listen to Half Hour Sister. That's probably the cleanest way. I, I struggle to think of a way that's easier to do it. I mean, if you're going to head over to Patreon, you know, if you're not, I mean, just if you, and if, you, if you've got money to spare to pour into a tin pot podcast like this one, I mean, maybe jump up a tier in Half Hour Sister. So you get you know, bonus merch. There's all sorts of other stuff you can get there as well. No matter which way you slice it, the money's going to Australia in the end. It yeah. turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, no matter which so, way it goes, um, kids, Australian school kids are going to benefit because either you give the money to the Smith family and they benefit through that, or you give them, you give me, uh, I get enough money from these ads that I don't go back to teaching, in which case, you know, kids are probably... I was about to say, are you really benefiting? You're taking te- you're taking teachers out of classrooms? There'll be other better teachers in the classroom instead. Uh, anyway, mm. St. Paddy's Day. So, um, obviously, you know, Dennis, as an Irish person myself, obviously this is very yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. for me. Here we go. You Nikki know, was you, talking to me about this last night. Do you know how many Irish people there are in America? Oh, more than there are in Ireland, I'm sure. Uh, it's over 30 million. Yeah, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Which utter, you'll utter, notice utter. is about 10% of the population. Yeah. Um, you'll also notice, notice that a decent percentage of the population in America are... Mm immigrants or african-americans um which presumably are less likely to have irish roots and still um people with their one percent answers to com, you spit in an envelope and they come back being like oh you're two percent irish you're like oh yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah (laughs) i've always felt the call of the uh, of the emerald isle there was a video oh my god dude there's a the whales the whales lady did you see no so there was a video doing around on twitter right and she uh-huh. was saying how there's this whale, Welsh word hiraeth or something, and it means like homesickness. It's like, I don't know exactly what it's, it's like. A, there's no direct English translation. I don't know what it is. It's just apparently this word that like the... Like schadenfreude in German. Like, yeah, like, that but, is captured Welsh, by the wisdom of the Welsh language that isn't possible through English. I understand. I don't even know if that's true. It's just that now she, as a Welsh American, is saying that non-Welsh people can't say that, right? Because, you know, the okay. Welsh are deeply oppressed. They've been colonized, all the rest of it. And there are a bunch of Welsh people in the replies being like, what is this person talking about? You know, because um, she's like, oh, it means, it means a, f- a longing for a homeland that you can never return to. And there are these people being this, like, yeah. oh, guess I can't go home anymore. <laughs> I can't re- no, Wales, Person looks famously at their window at inaccessible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was an Irishman doing the rounds of a woman, um, an American, an Irish-American woman mm. in quotation marks. So an American, yeah. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, being like... Um, my Irish ancestors looking at me with my with my curves and thick thighs, being she'll make it through the winter. And everyone in the comments is like, "Shut up! Yeah. Oh my god!" Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so glad we don't because there are a lot of what Americans would call Irish people here in Australia, like huge amounts, right? Because the English turns out they love to oppress the Irish and put them in prison. And oh, what's this? There is no more room in the prison. Well, stick them to send them to Australia. No worries at all. So Irish, like Irish people, were. I, like Irish immigrants, even Australian-born, like children of Irish immigrants, were heavily, heavily oppressed over here. You know the whole like no Italians, no Irish, that sort of thing. Yeah, happened in Australia as well. But I mean, the wild, you know, the wild. My grandma's Irish, but I don't have any. Uh, yeah, I would never describe myself as Irish. As and I don't think you should. It wouldn't make any sense. The wild no. part to me around specifically St. Patrick's Day is that there are many years. When Dublin doesn't crack the top three for biggest St. Patrick's Day parades, yeah, yeah, which is insane. Um, now, is Dublin, other- Dublin is a Dublin's a it's a it's a place in Ireland, isn't it? Now, is it is it? Well, I'm talking about Dublin. It- I'm talking about Dublin, Texas here. So oh <laughs> no, but, no. but Dublin and Ireland is that, is that one of the larger cities in in Ireland? Is it is it sort of on the top? Is it one of the bigger ones? Or Dublin is a is it's a primate city for sure. 
which mm. is to say it's double the size of the second largest one. It might be a double mm. primate city. I can't remember what that's called, where it's I think four it's, times the size. Doesn't it have one third of the population of the entire country living in it? Very close. I think and it's still, certainly, certainly north of a quarter. Yeah, And still not lifting its weight when it comes to the uh, the, the St. Patrick's Day the parade. Yeah. Well, the other th- the three that bump it out, I bet you can guess two of them, but one of them is very surprising to me. Well, one's Boston, so I looked at, like, for sure. Yes, Boston, yeah. all, Ireland, Dublin's almost never bigger than Boston. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes New York is bigger. Again, yeah, very yeah, similar, yeah, right? Yeah. What do you think the other one that is sometimes bigger than Dublin is? Oh, I don't know. Chicago? San Francisco? No, London. <laughs> oh, gross, dude. Oh, That's yeah. a rough yeah. one, right? Yeah. Oh, man. You mean London, Ontario, right? Just outside of Toronto? I do mean London, Ontario. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course, yeah. So St. Patrick's Day here yeah. is... Have you ever been in Ireland for St. Patrick's Day? I assume you haven't. No, no, I haven't, no. Uh, it is a nightmare. Yep, okay. As you might imagine. Uh, like, going out in town on an average Saturday is, uh, is honestly... I'm 30. It's rough, right? It's already... I'm like, oh, boy, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now, it's just three of those smashed together over the course yeah. of, like, five days, right? Yeah. Also, um, there's a run-up. Oh, Yeah. See, Apparently this, actually, this, does, this does make it less bad that the Americans do it, because imagine if the Irish just did actual nothing for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, that's true. That would be something else. That would be something enough. else completely, but yeah, go on. So, like, the St. Patrick's Day parade in town is just an absolute cluster. Like, it's, it's just way okay. too many people. Just have to think for that. Just write that one down. Where are we at? On the well, if you want to hear it with, without the bleeps, patreon.com. Yeah, so yeah, oh, I'll bleep it out in the Patreon, Dennis. I've got no hesitation <laughs> in doing that, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Um, it's that, it's, just, it's just a mess. It's just too many people, and okay. it's um everyone's drunk, pissing in the streets. It's awful. Yeah. Um, but that apparently started as early as yesterday, and I say it's early because it actually happens to be on a Friday. Now, not all bad. Today is a bank holiday. As a result, everyone mm. gets the day off. Three day weekends. Nice. Let's go. Except if you're an unlucky person who happens to work in the service industry or one of the bars that is now stuffed to the gills with people. <laughs> That's honestly <laughs> yeah. a, good, a yep. good thing in a country where tipping is not commonplace either. So. No, I mean, wages are better here, I think. Well, Dennis, <laughs> that sounds like socialism to me. Do, it does sound like, what's the average average waiter salary oh, are? We're off, we're off, we're off away on the tangent now. Dennis is hit, Dennis salary. is hit, head, head into google.co.ie and we're off. All right, I'm comparing it to the US. Hmm. Well, it's so not $2 waiters, an hour. The average waiter salary in the USA is fourteen ninety. No way. What are you talking no, about? There's no way that's, that's no right. Way, dude. Absolutely not. That's horse that's horse nonsense. Horse nonsense, that is. Horse nonsense. Yeah. It's twelve it's twelve dollars sixty four average in Ireland. Euros. Yes. No yeah, okay. dollars. Dollars. Okay. That's still low. It is low. Yeah. That is it's, low. it's it's a, it's a little bit above minimum wage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. Tipping is not commonplace here. Although, considering how many American American tourists will be here this weekend, maybe it'll be fine. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's I've never had a positive experience on St. Patrick's Day. No, living in no I can't imagine. Life. I can't imagine you would have. I don't know. No. no. Um, I remember one time I went to St. Patrick's to Bray because Bray. Oh, like, now the big parade in town's a mess. Some of the smaller towns have their parades. That's kind of nice. You know, they're nice, like the yeah. I, like the sort of smaller community events. That'd, that'd be a bit, yeah, a bit local football club. They they bring the fire engine out and blast yeah. the fire. Oh, the yeah, it's that's nice. good. That's good. I like that. That, 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 yeah. that's, that one's always a hit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Um, but I remember the only time, the only memory I have of going to St. Patrick's Day is I remember one time I went into the city with my parents when I was a kid and we were like, got out of McDonald's and there was like five people between me and the road, you know, like just because like it was like everything was, everyone was packed. Yeah. Pavement was fully packed with people, like the sidewalk. Yeah. Couldn't see anything. Terrible. 
And then another time, I remember when I was like 15, I went to Bray and some drunk guy just threw a rock and hit me in the back of the head. <laughs> so like, yeah. just bad like times Pat- all just, around. Just like say Patrick would have wanted. Maybe he thought you were a snake. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, so I don't know. It says, it's just, it's it's all bad stereotypes about Irish people for the most part. And a lot of the time on St. Patrick's Day weekend, they, people lean into and make them true, which is not yes. great. Yeah. People dress up as leprechauns, they get too drunk and they get in fist fights. It's like, yeah, okay, well... <laughs> So this is I something I didn't, like. I didn't realize the Irish had a, a reputation for loving to fight, like wanting to punch fight, on. Fighting Irish. Yeah. I, now I, I kind of see, it, but like that's never been my like. I, you know, my interaction with Irish people generally has been that they're they're sort of like, well, no, don't don't be doing that, please. That's that's not something. You know, not like well, I'm going to punch your teeth. That's a very Brit. That's a very British attitude. Oh, so maybe that's what's been. Maybe you've been. Yeah, you've, you've after centuries of British oppression. Unfortunately, you've picked up the "I don't want to be a bother" mentality of the British Isles. Well, some of what you said, some of what you said, you mentioned there is, I think, it's the guards' um, mentality, right? Yes, very true. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you I can, I the, can like, hear the poli- you. I can the, hear the you smile whenever I, type thing. Whenever I refer to the police as the guards, I can hear you. Because <laughs> it's very funny, Dennis. Because it's very, very funny. <laughs> Quick, I mean, do you can you understand that as a child we'd be out like collecting wood to make a bonfire at Halloween or something, right? Mm. And then you'd be and like, you'd quick, be out run. collecting, the- you'd, be out, you'd be out collecting, you'd be out poaching wood from the king's forest to bring home to get you through the cold winter. Yes, yeah, and we'd literally be like, quick, run! The guards the are guards. coming. <laughs> yeah, because very you the, real sense. You, you hear the clanking of their mail and the uh, yeah, and the gle- you see the gleam of their of their silver helmets. Yeah. But you're right. I, we were talking a little bit earlier before we started about how Australia doesn't have quite the same clay. Like, for some reason, everybody loves to be Irish, right? Around the world. Americans yeah. get a particularly bad rap for it. And Australia think, doesn't have the no, same I thing. Think, I think it's mainly Americans. I don't, I don't know of any other... I mean, I know there are a lot of Irish people move to America, but, like, a lot of people, a lot of Irish people move to Australia, and we, we don't have that. Well, the other thing I want to ask is, are there people who come so... I don't think there's a lot of people who are like, I'm one-tenth Australian, get the didgeridoo out, let's go, right? One-tenth Aboriginal. But, yes, I suppose that's okay, true. I would like to apologize on behalf of the Riley, podcast you're ex- because you're, you're Dennis expe- is you're just, expecting- it's extremely offensive what Dennis has just said, so I'm very sorry about that, but he, he just- Riley, he got, I was only, like, dude, know. I was only, I was only putting, you expecting these people to have a nuanced understanding of this? What do you think? Let, let's talk about Australia Day, right? Let's get into it, all right? Okay, let's get into it. <laughs> it's all St. Right. Patrick's Day today. How well received is Australia Day among the indigenous population well, that's, that's, of Australia? That, this is my point, right? So the reason, for instance, it's offensive to say, oh, I'm 10% Aboriginal, get the didgeridoo, it is because you aren't 10% Aboriginal. You're Aboriginal, Right. Like the, one of the most offensive, this is just, I guess, a, a, a piece of advice that I'd give to any, any visitor to Australia or even Australians, mm-hmm. right? You don't ask, if someone is Indigenous, you don't ask how much, right? Oh, like, because of a conceited effort of the, of because the, of the, um, yes, the because, colonizers at the time? Yes. Because, you know, white Australia made a, a damn good go at trying to get rid of Aboriginals altogether. So you don't ask them by how much because often the percentages well, You were, mean through... Through, like, trying to breed them out, yes, essentially, right? Yes, Well, there, I yeah. mean, you know, there were some good old-fashioned massacres as well. I, you know, let's not, let's yeah, not sell my yeah. ancestors short. But, uh, no, yes, there were essentially, there was essentially eugenicist genocide of, uh, or attempted genocide of, of Indigenous Australians. In, and that's one of, the re- one of the many reasons, Dennis, that our national holiday, Australia Day, cele- celebrated, unfortunately, on the 26th of, uh, of January every year, is not a day to celebrate, and it's a reason that a lot of uh, or most Indigenous communities consider it Invasion Day, and the reason that most yep. correctly thinking Australians support Indigenous Australians. Uh, I say uh, correctly thinking white Australians or non non Indigenous Australians. There are a lot of 
non-white, non-Indigenous mm-hmm. Australians, support First Nations people in this country in wanting the date to be changed or at least not celebrated. Um, and I'm certainly one of those, you know, woke lefties that's, uh, that is well, not going to be around waving a flag. Australia finds itself in this difficult position, right, mm. where it's had a, a separate identity, you know, forged from where it came from. And it's obviously they've trampled down the indigenous identity a lot. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, you are still connected to and still products of probably the least fashionable empire to be a member of nowadays. Nowadays, certainly. <laughs> and I mean, a, quarter of, a quarter of our flag is the Union Jack. So, you know. Exactly. And like Ireland has a clean break point yeah. because they had the War of Independence. And yeah. they could be like, okay. And I think if, if Australia, I mean, it wouldn't be a war. <laughs> it's the only time I've ever heard an Irish person talk about their, their, their uh, departure from the UK as a clean break. I well, certainly, no, yeah, fair. certainly very I mean, optimistic compared, assessment compared to Australia, yes, who's had yeah. this like sort of slow drift. Well, even that, like I mean, you're part she, of the. I mean, I was going to say the Queen's still a lot of money. I mean, she is in a technical sense, but like we saw the King, unfortunately, and like there are lots of Australians who don't like that. But no, I, I take your point. We're still. But I think but, if, if you would have a if you would have a referendum, which I don't think the British would ever let it happen. To be totally honest with you, but we had, we had if you one. Have, we had one in two thousand. It lost. We lost. Yeah, but I, I'm worried now because of other because of like Brexit and Scotland. I don't know if they get another opportunity. Although Scotland's supposed to have another one soon. Yeah, I don't think the British could really stop us. They don't have any legislative authority over us. The Queen, I mean, the King could King. technically be like, no, no. But I, I mean, what are the chance? I mean, he's too. Busy. I don't even know what happens then, right? He's yeah. too busy. You know, he's too busy worrying about which which homeopathic remedy he's going to take for his la- the latest bout of gout that he has to treat his his sausage fingers. So you know. But so if do you think there's a chance if Australia were to and and I agree it would be a largely sort of ceremonial separation at this stage. Mm. I'm sure there'll be some legal headaches and passports and stuff that and visas that would be nightmares. Fair enough. Mm. But outside of that, um, do you think there's a chance that would become Australia Day 2.0? I would hope so, and my, my because advice, that's an actual Australia. Day, that's a problem. Right? Yeah. Well, we call it something else. I think what we'd have to do. Is either, I don't think we call it Independence Day because that'll be a bit on the nose. But whatever this day is, we have to make sure it is close to but not on the 26th of January. And I'll tell you the reason. One of the reasons the 26th of January is such a fantastic day for a public holiday, right? One of the reasons that people love it so much is that it's, the, it's right in the middle of summer, right? Mm. So you finish like the holiday break. You go back first week of the new year. You know, you're back on the 5th or the 7th at work. And you do two weeks at work and then you've got another long weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, good like combo. It's, it's actually a really, really good time for a public holiday. So we need to sign our new constitution on like the 1st of February. You know what I mean? And you're doing the same thing the church did with Christmas as well, right? Where you're taking an already popular holiday and trying to like... Yeah, that's what we need. We need Australia Day 2.0, except it has, a, it has to have a different name and has to have no connotations to any any of, any of the because nasty it, parts. Because calling it an Independence Day would be a little unfair at the moment i wouldn't i wouldn't consider australia to be under the boot of the british at the moment no and i don't think no i don't think we've as you say our independence has been like a slow drip it hasn't been like a and and we and we haven't you know broadly speaking bled and died for our independence either you know well the 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 yeah not you not you guys (laughs) well i mean aboriginal people bled and died and didn't gain any independence so 
it was in the process of losing their independence. Yeah, it's even worse for them. It's 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 really really terrible what we've done what we've done to the indigenous people of this country. And I'm I'm deeply I'm deeply ashamed of it. I used to not really be a big believer in generational shame. I used to be one of those. But ten years ago, if you asked me, I'd be like, well, I've I've never done anything. I I wasn't alive, you know. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't me. But now I realise that like I'm the direct product of a system and a society that is you know purpose built. To make my life as easy and as painless as possible with, by just piling privilege on top of me, and I recognise like the, yeah, the immense injustice that people like me have wrought over the, not even centuries, just millennia. So certainly, I feel I feel the weight of former generations on my shoulders a little bit. What's interesting is that non-Indigenous Australians and non-Indigenous Americans, which is to say, what we today in the Western world consider the vast majority of Americans, it's like mm. the third most population in the world, mm. are. Contemporaries, basically, they're just British people who got what got on boats. Yeah, like it's yeah. very much the same kind yeah, yeah. of vibe. Yeah. I will um, say, and look, but, you know, I know we've sort of been sticking the boot into the Americans a little bit, but like I will say, we are a lot better with our indigenous nation, indigenous people. They are than they are, right? Like every, nowadays, every yes, every public event in Australia starts off with like an uh, an acknowledgement of Aboriginal people. Like there isn't much, there is a much higher focus on indigenous affairs and indigenous welfare and all that sort of stuff. Like the fact that it's much more of a debate and an issue in this country than mm. it is in the United States shows that at least we think about it more, even if we're not acting as yeah, much as I we mean, could. You know, part of that I think is because um, is because of like U.S. individualism. It's just so baked into their yeah, like yeah. national identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but also like. Um, Australia has retained some, I think, positive aspects of British culture, which and which are few and far between. I was going to say, you, you better point them out to me. You got to, I, I want to see the size of your magnifying glass for this. Well, the, uh, the, the I find the Australian approach to gun control very British. That's true. Where yeah. you guys had one big massacre, and they're like, yeah. "All right, no, we're taking the ball away. Pack, you, pack you them tried, up. You tried. No. Pack them up. We had a. You guys had fun. Yep, we're done." Yeah. So hey, I'm serious now. He's ruined it it's for done. everyone. Yep, <laughs> hand him over. Yep, that's it. Yep. And how many Which mass shootings have we had since then, Dennis? Oof. I mean, frankly, admirable. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Look, I don't um, like the bloke who did it, John Howard. He was one of. He was a real nasty piece of work when it came to being a being the Australian Prime Minister. But I will say that he definitely handled the the Port Arthur massacre extremely well, and the country is much better off for him having done what he did. So, right, he's got that sort of half-ass history about Eamon de Valera. Oh, dude! I, every time I try to do anything to do with Irish history, it's like oh, I'm gonna need ten, I'm gonna need a uh, I'm gonna need a you know a, a university level ten week course in this just to understand what's going on. Well, I would start with something easier like like the break of Yugoslavia, you know, and then I yeah, would that along. <laughs> that's very simple, very clear cut, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I would uh, my best bet is to pick a person. Uh, Amanda Valero is a di- interesting one because he was a revolutionary like hero here, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then one of the proprietors of the Civil War immediately after. Yep. And he's interesting because he's American. Um, in that he was born in New York and has an American passport. Um, which meant that they couldn't execute him. The British couldn't execute him after the Rising. Because they were like, ugh, can't yeah. just, can't really line up an American <laughs> citizen against the wall and shoot him. It's going to yeah, be a problem. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be too much trouble. It's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, we're still in the middle of like a war. We, yep. we don't really want to like, ugh, okay. <laughs> Um, but then he became um, Taoiseach, our prime minister, and president, and, and sort of hopped between those two offices for like a half a century. Yeah, yeah. He did, Real he did, he did cult a bit of personality. A, a Vlad, a Vladimir Putin when it comes to that sort of thing, yeah. Yes. Um, but just through populism, honestly, like we had a real elections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he did irreparable damage to Irish culture um, yep. through his love for the Catholic Church. But 
Um, it's just a very weird sort of cult personality. It reminds me of like there's a lot of good like you mentioned like oh you don't like John Howard it's like this you know a person you don't agree with who has done it who has done a good thing. Mm. I would argue that you know fighting for Ireland's independence is a good thing. Yeah, and then but then basically everything after that I'm like come on Eamon I don't know now. Yeah, come on, come on now, come on now, now, come on, don't don't be doing he, that. He funnily enough, do you remember the old apartment? Do you remember the old apartment I used to live in? Not the one we're living now, the, sm- the smaller one in um near the, near the office. Yeah. He died in that building. In that building? In that building. That used to be a convalescence home. There's oh, a little joking? plaque that's like, Eamon de Valera died here. <laughs> People come every year on pilgrimage. Oh, dear. Um, yeah. So, well, some, in summary, um, St. Patrick's Day bad, Australia Day worse. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, St. Patrick's Day, Patrick Day isn't inherently problematic, right? Well, no, we have a good lead up to it, and um, we have something in Ireland called, which I can't remember if it's if it has to be the weekend before the week before St. Patrick's Day or mm-hmm. how it actually is scheduled. We have something called Shocked in the Gaelic, Riley. Shot in the where? Which is Shocked in the Gaelic. You get shot in your Gaelicers? Which is, you do, I know, I know, right? Terrible. Just like Eamon de Valera before us. Yeah. Um, it's Irish week. Okay. Like language Irish week. Sure, yeah. So in schools, primary and secondary all around the country, everyone speaks Irish. Hmm. All these events, they get people in to do um, like dancing so that even the office I work in um, yesterday had like a traditional Irish storyteller come in with like a lute and stuff. Ah, oh, dude, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, I, I was there. I was like, oh, Riley would have thought this was sick. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I mean, as an um, Irish person myself, Dennis, you know, that's sort well, of, of thing. course, it really yeah, exactly. speaks to my soul. Yeah. If there's anything I think I think of you uh, of about you when I, when I think about your um, your heritage, Riley, it is that you're Irish and you love a good Guinness. Those are really high yeah. up on the Riley yeah. <laughs> the Riley the Riley chain. Exactly. Shock the Gaelic is a much more a proper celebration of actual Irish culture as opposed to this like Americanized Irish mm. culture. Like for example, did you see this? Um, there was a huge controversy. Well, it was in, it was in Ireland at least about a sketch that appeared on Saturday Night Live last week, Riley. No. So there's a sketch on Saturday Night Live um, where it was making fun of all the, a bunch of celebrities uh, at the Oscars. And they had two people doing impressions of Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, who are in Banshees of Inish Aaron, yep. which is an Oscar-nominated movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the joke was that you couldn't understand them because their accents are inscrutable. And then they walk off, and one was like, they haven't even started drinking yet. And people in Ar- everyone in Ireland was like, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real low-hanging fruit there. Really good. Yeah. Huge amounts of Irish people are nominated for Oscars this year. I don't think any of them won, actually. I think one won. So, yeah. But um, it's like, don't invite us if she's going to make fun of us. Colin Farrell has had this whole thing about like how he's struggling with alcoholism and is like off the wagon. Like, is, just- is off the wagon good or off the- on the wagon good? I on the wagon is good, right? You want to be on the wagon. I think off the wagon yeah, means yeah. that you've, you've relapsed. You've yeah. fallen off the wagon, yeah. Yes. He's, currently on the, he's currently on the wagon. Good on and, him for um, being on the wagon. I hope he can stay there. Good on him for being on the wagon. And people yeah. are like... Put your seatbelt like, okay, on, mate. Hold on tight. And it's just very frustrating. And then the opposite happens here, where um, every time an Irish person's nominated for something, specifically actors, yeah, uh, the BBC reports on it as um, British actor... Paul Mescal, British actor uh, Barry Keown, British actor Colin Farrell. And it's yeah. like, mm, okay, don't yeah. know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, Australia's a little guilty of this as well when it comes to Kiwis, right? Famous Australian actor yeah. Russell Crowe, he's New Zealander. Famous sing- famous Australian band Crowded House, Kiwis. You know, like it, we, we, we do, because they move here, right? Because New Zealand's a tiny nation and there's not a huge amount of opportunity to infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then, and then honestly, you move away from Australia to go to LA or whatever to pursue your acting career, but you know, like Sam Neill, right? 
a lot of people might be forgiven for thinking he's Australian. He's a Kiwi, you know. Take away Sam, 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 Sam Neil. Take away Tidian. No, take away Tidian. No, no, no. He's 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 New Zealander. He's a Kiwi. You might think yeah. he's Australian, but no, no. Lord, take away, take away. Lords, Lord, not Australian. Kiwi. Peter Jackson. You know, Peter, yeah. a lot of people don't know this. The, the Lord of the Rings actually filmed in New Zealand, not in Australia. So. Are you joking? Yes, obviously I'm joking. Jeez, I would have thought it was obvious when I started talking about Taika Waititi. I don't know, dude. You'd be surprised. I couldn't tell how sarcastic <laughs> you were being. And yeah, I was like, these things are actually, all obvious to me, but maybe yeah, no, I'm just very culturally there aware. Are, there are a number of people that I've said, oh, Taika Waititi, no, he's Australian. And people are like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I mean, people think we sound the same. We sound completely different, but people think we sound the same, so who knows? You got, In their defense, you guys even joke about that. There is multiple jokes in like Flight of the Conquerors episodes where they joke about Australians and Kiwis sounding very different and then not actually doing a different No, accent. we sound very different. We sound very... Like, they, as, the Flight of, as the Flight of the Conquerors pointed out, they say, where's the car? And we say, where's the car? You know, it's very different. Very, but like, very how, different. How, how would a person from New Zealand say the word different? Different. See, that actually is different. Different. Or dif- different. Like different, that. Yeah. different. 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 Yeah. yeah. All eyes, no E's. Well, well, they just swap the the vowels around. Eyes become U's and uh, E's become I's. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway. So are you, is, is it, is it cool in Australia to hate Kiwis? It seems to be. Oh, it's just, it's just like a, I don't know. It's like a big brother thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know how much the Kiwis like it, but honestly, bugger them. Dennis, <laughs> I know you don't really want this to become the pooey fart bum crusty butthole podcast. <laughs> But, I don't. And but, I love how you presented that as if it's a hot take of mine, by the way. Well, I, you know, I've, I feel like I've been pretty good. I feel like for 58 episodes. And you've been pretty good. You've been pretty good. We haven't done a lot of chat about poo-y, poos, poos, farts, bums, or crusty buttholes. But, Dennis, uh-huh. I had something resurface recently for me. In, in I would the, speak to your I would speak to your primary care physician about that in, in, in the toilet sphere, right? In this in this area, um, uh-huh, and uh-huh, it's, uh-huh. it doesn't require the attention of a doctor. Maybe a psychiatrist, maybe a psychologist to get me through it. Oh but, my, okay. So many many years ago, when I was in high school, we had a we had a PE teacher whose name I can't remember, but I didn't like her. And one day she had a day off, and we had Miss Prowse instead. Now Miss Prowse, everyone liked Miss Prowse. She's very very funny. Teacher. I love I love that you know for a fact that you definitely don't remember this woman's name because you would. For, for first, last, security, social security. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I knew it, I'd say. It would all be yeah. on here, yeah. I can give you a physical description. She was, like, kind of short. She had, like, a, a brown bob. She wore glasses. Very stern. Very severe lady. Probably in her 40s. But Miss Prowse, young, cool, hip, probably in her uh, mid-20s. I don't remember. Anyway, she, she was great. Miss Prowse, everyone loved Miss Prowse. Anyway, you know how when you in PE, like, you'll split into teams, right? Yeah, Now, I, I hate the captain's pick one. It's awful. Awful thing to have to do to other kids terrible so what she would always do is she would divide people either just like randomly or down the middle or she would say something funny right in order to divide people and one time she was like all right scrunches up that end folders down the other ah and i thought well this is a very funny joke because of course there (laughs) of course there aren't going to be any people down that end because no one dennis no one is scrunching up toilet paper to wipe and i couldn't believe my eyes when approximately as Miss Prowse, I guess, correctly predicted, half the class got up and went down to the scrunching end, right? So, Riley, you've made your stance clear here, right? Through through the way you've told the story. You Who know, is scrunching? You are a folder. Who? Well, of course I'm a folder. Who's scrunching? So uh, this came up again recently I am when also, I was watching. I am, I am also I am also a folder. I wanted Good. to. I was okay. going to consider gonna trying to play on, devil's advocate and taking the stance of the scruncher, no. but I'm also. Yeah, so this yeah, came up recently when I watched a film with Megan, um, and the film was. 
Uh, oh man, the title is really long and I'm going to forget it. It's something like, I don't want to be on this world anymore. I don't want to be a part of this world anymore. Something like that. It's very aside, when you say When you say Megan's name, you sound very Kiwi. Megan. Yes, I was watching Megan. a film with, with Megan. Um, Megan. Yeah. I think, I, I want to find the name of this film. I don't want, I, I don't, oh, that's it. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Yes, I don't feel, feel at home in this world anymore. Very good film. Highly recommend it. But in this film, there is a in scene. In the jar it goes. Let's go. In this film, there is a scene where a guy wipes his ass after clearly having scrunched. And I was like, I forgot that that's a thing. And Dennis, would you like to guess who else is a scruncher? Your ex-girlfriend, Megan. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I had to call it off because it's I, like, no. So I was like, I can't believe it. I was like, that's disgusting. She's like, what do you mean? That's how I do it. I'm like, I can't believe this has not come up in five and a half years of being together. So we went through to the toilet and I had her demonstrate to me, not, so it wasn't, I, I, it, it was a dry firing exercise, but she demonstrated to me the method she uses to scrunch and wipe. A dry firing exercise, no live ammunition. There was no live ammunition involved, right? Like we're not certainly not at that point in our relationship. But I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't, Dennis. I can't believe I people live their lives. I think I have. I think I have scrunched in my life. What? Just to try it out? To what? Take a walk on the wild side? Why? Well, how? To see how? To see how the other half lives? I don't know. I just, it does feel wild to me. I can, I can see the logic, right? You, you get a lot more surface area. With f- no, you don't. No, you don't. You get a smaller surface area and you use more toilet paper. You get so much it's more coverage when you fold. I don't know. Are you playing? Are you playing? Did you say playing with fire? Because sometimes there is only one layer of paper separating you from madness. Who knows, Dennis? Who knows what's going on when with the chaos of a folded bouquet of toilet paper? Who knows what where those those creases and rivulets are going to lead? I don't know, dude. You're making it sound a very appealing way to live your life. You're not stage. getting a consistent, a consistent square centimeterage of cover. Is what I'm saying. You know where you are when you're folding. True. That's a good. That's a, that's like a political slogan. <laughs> you know where you are with a fold. You know where you are. You know where you. You know where you sit. You know, you know where you sit. stand. You know where you. You sit. know where you know where everything's going. You know where everything's going to end up with a scrunch. Chaos. Who knows? Random. Are there any other so something that jumped out to me when you talked about um, toilet like habits and like yeah. toilet like ex- accessories yes. not accessories but like th- ancillary things is reading on the toilet and a very common experience, hmm. uh, especially before phones. But we return to it sometimes now when you leave your phone. When, if you forget your phone, yeah, 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 yeah. And some like Riley, you've read a shampoo bottle. I right? read the back of a sure. shampoo bottle. Yeah, yeah. have fun reading yeah. through all the different chemicals and stuff. Absolutely. Everyone, yeah, everyone's yeah. been there. What yeah. is that? Why? Why is it so difficult to just sit and be with yourself for a moment? I don't know. I do. No, I don't know. Um, I, yeah, it's funny because there are some places like when I go to the beach, I do that because I leave my phone and everything back at the house because obviously you know you're at the beach. And I, if there was a yeah, place on earth that was more more like this less friendly for a mobile telephone, I I don't know where it is than the beach. There's sand water, water and, and sand, thieves, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sand water and thieves. So I leave it there, and that's very nice. I go and float out in the waves, just have a think about things. But yeah, you can't do that in the toilet for some reason. You know, I want to talk, I want to talk about this. Um, so when I uh, used to obviously. I used to be part of the uh, the European coverage team for Magic the Gathering's premier level pr- play, right? And one of my mm-hmm. uh, one of my colleagues on that team was Matej Zalkai. Do you remember Big Z? Mm-hmm. I do, Matej. I'm a, I do remember Big Z, yeah. Yeah, right. So, well, Big Z in this part of the world, but sure. Anyway, um, so Matej and I were having this chat one time, and he was like, you know what's really funny? You could go to the toilet really weird, and no one would know. 
Yes, I agree. Because, uh, um... No, no one would know. So, I, how comprehensive is, like, I mean, we, I'm trying to think about how comprehensive, like, potty training for a child is, right? But, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, okay, Dennis, I'm, okay, here's something, right? I'm going to teach start you. start doing it very weird. And I'm going to teach yes. you how to do, I'm going to teach you a skill, okay? And by the time you mm-hmm. are, let's say, I don't know, what, four, five years old, you are going to have mastered this skill and you're going to be able to do it by yourself. And then for the rest of your life, you are going to do this without anyone watching, evaluating, checking yeah. up, like that. You're telling me that 25 years later, you were doing it in exactly the same way? The part that the part that Jim said to me about this is that episode of South Park where they find out that Butters sits the opposite way on the toilet. Yeah, right. Okay, I haven't uh, seen this one, but this is what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah, and they're like, what? And he's like, well, yeah, this makes a lot more sense. And he sits down, and he says to the sister, and he's like, because then you got your little shelf here for your comic book and your juice box. And I was like, well, this kid makes a compelling point, actually. actually. Yeah, it does make it, I was going to say, it's, it's sounding less and less weird. Every You sit like a youth pastor, Dennis. Apparently, that's that's how I would you sit, sit like, ordinarily. You sit, like, you, sit like Riley, you sit like Riley would sit. Yeah, that's how I started calling that. Idiot. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm now in a period of sort of mild self-examination when I sit down to bust a grump because – Mm-hmm. What if I'm doing it wrong? Can I tell you this? Well, you ever had a- Can I tell you this? I don't know what the difference between the way that I do it and the way Megan does it is, but I leave the most ferocious skid marks on our toilet, and I don't know why. Because she doesn't, or she says she doesn't. I don't. I don't. That's, I don't. I don't check I up on it. I've, I think that's an angle of attack issue. I think that's what it is as well, because it can't be a dietary thing. Megan and I eat basically the same food. No, it has to be an angle of attack issue. Um, would you get a squatty potty? I've I've heard about these things. So these are the things like a little stool. It's a stool put, that yeah. goes under your toilet so that you sit because you're when you're you, when you're going to the bathroom, you're not supposed to sit on a chair. No, not because no. it doesn't your your rectum doesn't. Well, no, it's more about your intestines. I think like they bunch up in a way that's not because in a lot of a uh, lot it's of East rectum. Asian cultures, oh, it is okay. Uh, in a lot of East Asian cultures, like they don't have toilets. They like I found this out. The, I was very shocked when I went into a toilet in Kuala Lumpur, and I was like, oh, <laughs> this is just a hole in the ground. Oh dear. Um, but they had some Western toilets, so I was fine. But you get you have some, you have something called your rectal shelf or a bloomer shelf, which I mean that guy really lost the lottery. Yeah. In terms of getting things named after you. Oh yeah. Um. But you can, it's basically like when you squat, like deeply, like way, the way like uh, I have of Slavic descent would. Yes, mate, that's your <laughs> um, natural, that's your resting pose. I've seen it. My yeah. resting position, yeah. It all straightens out. And that doesn't if you're sitting on a chair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so the squatty potty type products, you can just, I mean, you can also just stack a box or like a box. Yeah, it's just, yeah, you, you just kind of lift your legs You need to buy something yeah. off Amazon for it. Yeah. Um, it's supposed to answer that. And that might answer your angle of attack issues. Look, I'll look into it because apparently it is a it's a, it is a very nice way to um to to punch a growler. But it's just like it's fascinating to me that there are so many people, like billions and billions of people on this earth, and almost all of us just have to have a sit on the toilet every now and again. And there are going to be so many different techniques and so many different ways and so many different things, like so many different approaches to this near daily activity. But everyone does it their own way, and no one talks about it. So a similar thing, um, when you urinate, really, yeah, 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 either into a toilet or into a urinal, yeah. Do you put a hand on the wall? No, no. I do. You lean forward. Yeah, I lean forward, put a hand on the wall. Yeah. Um, and that that it does make it look like urinating is a, a real like um, <laughs> exertion, a, like yeah. exertion, yeah. and that's not really what's happening. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen with the dripping and the dribbling for sure afterwards because you're yeah. not going to have you're yeah, not going to yeah. have any stray drops on the bowl. Well, you it's know. all about angles. It's all, it's, all, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a purely geometrical yeah, exercise. It is, it the, the more, the more, we, talk, the more we talk about it, the, the more it really is. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was speaking um, with someone recently and I'm not I'm actually I'm actually not gonna name this person, but they know who they whoa. are. Whoa. Yeah. So no, podcast no. first. The, so the reason I am not no, This I, person I, will I, be named I, at, at patreon.com no, They, they actually <laughs> really they super really won't be, but I'm not gonna name this person. There's a very good reason. I can't tell you the reason because the reason why would actually give away so anyway, there was a person I was speaking to recently who was okay. saying that they don't wash their hands after no. right after having a wee. Right? I've heard people like this. Now, I was like, well, that's gross. And mm-hmm. I guess I can say he for this person because it does factor in here. And he was like, well, I don't touch my dick. And I was like, what? Back it up. How? What? What do you mean? You go to the toilet as do they, a bloke. Do they, do, they, do, do they drop trow all the way? Do you know, do you know, do you know what he does? He sits yeah. for every single one. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Not, like, I'm certainly not having a guy blokes who like to have a sit down when they're, when they're weighing. Certainly nothing wrong don't with you that. Have to, right? Don't you have to tuck it into the bowl to do that? that was, I had so many questions. What are you doing? You're slapping it onto the front of the, on, onto the, front of the, the, the seat and then shimmying backwards till it, slaps in, like, till it falls into the bowl? And then you're I not? Like, but, That's all awful. How is this clear? <laughs> I don't, but this is what I'm talking about. He said this like it was the most natural thing in the world. I'm like, this is, like that's a very strange thing to... Like, how is this your approach to, to weighing? Certainly, again, as I say, sitting down, fine. But... And then I was like, how are you getting... He's like, oh, just shake. How, how are you getting the last drips, the dribbles and drips out? I'm like, oh, just give it a shake. You, you, can, you can shake, yeah. That's fine. Just like wiggle your bum back boogie, and forth. like a boogie, yeah. I, 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 I found it. Bad. But then still wash your hands, man. Riley, this conversation has an impact that I would not expect it on, on my life. Are you What's ready that? for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two notes. I have a notes app on my phone, like, like, like everybody does, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a bunch of folders in there, or files, I should say, and they're not named, right? But usually the first line of whatever's in the note gives away which note it is, right? right yeah. So, for example, I have a note for, like, movies that I want to put in the jar, and I have a note for, like, things I want to talk yeah, to my well, therapist just, just, about. Just, just pop, a, pop a title on them, Dennis. Just makes it easy to see. Well, just, if the you just problem pop a title now, Riley, yeah. hmm. is that now one of them says, I don't feel at home in this world anymore, <laughs> and I can't tell if that's in the movie <laughs> note or in the therapist <laughs> note. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Straniak. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.